It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. I'm expecting big things, Kyle. An ad- inadequate. <laughs> Consequence Podcast Network. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tonist, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, I do hope you hit the subscribe button while you're hanging around. Uh, I put out three new interviews every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. All the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. You can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with, and that's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with Nickelback, Chad Kruger, and Ryan Peake. The band's 10th album is what we're getting into. It's called Get Rollin'. Uh, We're going to discuss finding their direction and knowing their sound, uh, living through cycles of heavy music. And we're also going to have some fun debating if rock can still be dangerous. Uh, beyond that, more fun with nostalgia and 80s pop, uh, 80s pop culture, rather. Uh, and we'll all try to decide that if we could go back in time, what would we do once we get there and what rules would we have to follow to do so? Uh, it's all that and more. We're talking Get Rolling. It's Kyle Meredith with Nickelback. Hello. So first off, brand new record, Get Rolling. This is a... This is what? Is album number 10 from you all? Is that, did, did I read that right? Is this the big That's what they're album? telling us. They're telling us this is album 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice that uh, when, you, when you don't keep up with the numbers yourself. But that's 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 not nothing. I mean, we hear a lot, you know, there's, there's sort of cliche lines like bands or like marriages or whatever. But I mean, 10 albums and, and what, 25, 26 years. I mean, that's a long marriage. I, I, I don't mean this as a, as a joke question, but but how do you all keep the flames burning? How is the creativity still there? Like, what are you doing when you go into a new record at this point? It's just kind of whatever strikes you. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes the songs... I was going to say almost write themselves, but they, they write themselves after you know the direction they're going. <laughs> so it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But for instance, I screamed this line. I just barked out, uh, loving you is like surfing on a tidal wave. And it was like, whoa. And then, but if you just sit back and listen to that for a second and think about it, you pretty much know where you're going to go with the song. 
you do. I do anyway. <laughs> it means that right now in that relationship, things are really exciting. They feel like almost a little bit dangerous. You're teetering on the brink of uh, success and failure within the relationship, but you know, no matter what, that it's sooner or later, it's going to come crashing down. So you're just loving the moment that you're in. Um, so that's what that means to me. So then we just had to write that. So, so it was almost like as soon as that line got spit out, we just knew where we were going with it. And I think, I, th I think generally it's like that. Like you wouldn't say a line like that and then suddenly write something really political, you know? So unless you're in love with the political party, then maybe. Then unless you unless you're that. just truly, truly. Politics do feel like, like, I mean, politics feel like a tidal wave sometimes. So I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that feels like a concept album and uh, we're not quite ready for that. So, you know, let's, <laughs> we, we, we can keep it alive other ways. So no, yeah. it's like, it, 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 you know, we, we always want to get together. We always want to do, you know, we, we, we find common ground on certain things. I mean, like there's other things that we, you know, we'll come up with ideas and, and maybe it doesn't work for the band. Maybe it's better somewhere else And it, but if it does, and we find, if you can always still find common ground on things and um, I don't know, it's gotta be fun to keep doing it and it is so that's that it can be that easy you still want to be here right and sometimes it's not even about like creating something new in this time frame in this time period i should say uh because sometimes we go back over uh what i refer to as the vault and we'll pick out ideas that like were started 12 14 years ago and and you know just sort of blow the dust off it and be like hey remember this little gem let's work on this and away we go um and so that happens sometimes too that happened uh once with this record uh with a song called uh does heaven even know you're missing um that, that i've been sitting on that for i think since 2007 actually so um and that was and that was fun to uh to resurrect uh, that idea and to see it actually come to uh, fruition. It's one of those kind of businesses where you can have that. You can have things like from like 15 years ago and like bring this up. Oh, hey, maybe this still works. It's like you can't do that in like the tech sector. I've got this idea, this handheld communication device. <laughs> you think we should work on it, Brain? No, no, that's timed out. Music, you can keep little pockets of things here and there. And you're still going to bring them up. So. Yeah. Well, so you know, in but, case you didn't know. Yeah, it's something, but like in, in a similar vein, like, I, you know, I, I don't know with a song like that, you know, if in that time in 2007, you might have been writing that about a specific person, especially with a line like that. But but even if if so, like, like, I would think like, you know, it's been over, you know, a decade and so 15 years or whatever, like you'd have to separate yourself at least a little bit like that might have been about someone. But now it, it's not about anybody. Um, it, it, it wasn't about anybody in particular. Uh in 2007 it was just about loving someone so much and, and falling for someone so hard um that you make that comparison that they must have just recently fallen for like it's one of it's like it's a it's a it's almost like a cheesy pickup line that i try to turn into a a a, a lovely little uh melodic number um so it wasn't really about anyone yeah like i said in particular not, not specifically, but it was just, it was more about that feeling of, you know, that, you know, that when you just enter a relationship and, and you're, and maybe you're, I don't know, 
maybe a month in and as we all refer to as the uh the honeymoon phase and and you start imagining yourself with this person for a really long time it's like wow this this feels so good you know that's that's really what the song's kind of about i like that the pickup line is still sort of imprinted there though at least a little bit yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah like th there's there's so many of those stupid lines where it's like hey where's that little tag on your shirt and they're like which one the one that says made in heaven you know like really <laughs> cheesy dumb stuff like that but when i when i when i spit out the line when i was uh coming up with the melody i was like oh i know where we're going and, and again it was that same sort of thing of like now we know the direction now i just need to paint this picture you all then you know thinking like and comparing especially when you first become a band a lot of it is about calling out your influences, you know, it's, you're still trying to find your sound. But what I'm getting to, you know, as we talk about being 10 albums in and 25 years and all that stuff, like you, you, you know yourselves at this point, hopefully very well. But do you still find yourself reaching for those moments? I mean, are there still like musical icons? You're like, OK, we should try something like that. Like, are those there uh, on this album? I don't think, you know. 10 albums in we're looking around going oh we should we should make this sound like someone else we i mean no matter what I, it can be it could be the most as i look behind you I, it could be the most rem song ever and the second i start singing on it it's going to be a nickelback song no matter what so so i we don't really look around to to be like oh we should make this sound but we should like chase down this sort of sound like that they did because we're just always trying to sound like ourselves well not that we have a choice but I, I, for me at least it's like let's do something interesting that makes me you know i know that if everybody leaves the studio and i stay for another hour and just keep the thing on 10 like ear splitting level and it's still giving me the feels uh this is a, an excellent direction to go in and don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with uh, Chad Kruger and Ryan Peak of Nickelback. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray 
that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've got moods and sounds. You all have moods and sounds all through the record. But but hearing you all talk about leading up to this, like, oh, you know, want to do something heavy. Like, it's heavy. San Quentin. I mean, Chad, that's I feel like that's one of your heaviest vocals. Talk about, like, ear splitting. I mean, that uh, feels heavy. Yeah. I would say this means war or the betrayal would be. I mean, the betrayal and this means war is just it's just that's full out metal. You know, it's. uh this one just feels like a hard rock song. Um, but since it starts off in such an aggressive nature, and I think that was what we teased the internet with. Everyone's like, oh my God, Nickelback's gone so heavy. And it's like, no, we haven't. We're just we're just doing the same, you know. It's <laughs> we've done we've done far heavier in the past, but uh, you know, I'll 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 let anybody spin the narrative however they want. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, and I and I like that. I like the fact that I, I do like the fact that some people were like, you know, this is this is like the heaviest, this is the heaviest thing I've heard from them. And I'm like, really? Okay, that's that's an opportunity. Check out this nickelback heavy playlist. <laughs> so we actually we put out actually playlist, but nickelback uh a heavy side and nickelback lighter side. And then I think we've got nickelback other side, which is kind of like b-sides and possible forgotten ones of you know that we've had over the years too but it's uh it's it just me which i think it's, again it's 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 a bit odd when like chad said when they kind of spin that narrative because it's i i like it we like it. we're a rock band that's this is how we are live too um but it's it's i find it was like an opportunity for people to go back well they've got other heavier songs oh really oh go check them out like seriously go check them out there's lots back there but uh because you know we're a rock band first and foremost so uh i flattered by it yeah i think i think some of it is even just you know, comparing not in your catalog but almost to the time and space that we're in it's not it used to be every day we would hear heavy music in, in popular music and and i'm not one of those rock is dead guys i don't that's dumb but um but you know, in in popular music, I do feel like I hear it less and less. So when I hear something like San Quentin come across, it's like, oh, this is this is heavy. This is you know a bit more abrasive than than the other stuff that I've heard today. I, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. That's it's it it it's it's almost like we we've been talking we've been talking about this. You kind of live through the cycle, and it does. It's obviously cyclical in a sense because things get saturated in your own ears as to like what I want to listen to today or this month and you gravitate to whatever is happening. And sometimes it just gets, it gets too much overwhelming or you start your ear, the ear starts to look for something different. And uh, I just don't think it was ready, real, really ready that the, the masses were really back to the rock 
I know you're saying about the rock is dead thing and that sentiment, but I think it for sure faded for a while, but with the newer generation coming back, all of a sudden rediscovering rock bands and old rock bands, because it's been pop and hip hop driven, which has had some great music as well. You know, everybody kind of has their, their moment. And then they kind of look back, look for something else. And I, I think that's kind of what's happening now. And you're right. It's not probably really prevalent on the radio um, uh, at, a, at a larger scale, you know, niche stage, stations and whatnot, but it's nice that it's coming back into the, uh, well, I don't know if you want to call it the zeitgeist, but in the uh, in the actual in public space, I think that's I think it's awesome. Do you think there's a spot where, you know, when I was growing up, I mean, rock did feel dangerous. In a song like this, it feels a bit. It is reminding me of them. I mean, do you think there <laughs> that rock can still be dangerous? Two Live Crew felt dangerous when I was growing up. <laughs> it's like fair point. That was. That was. Like that, that was the only thing that really ever felt really dangerous to me. Like if, if you were in a buddy's car and we were driving up and down main street in Hannah, our little tiny town of 2,900 people, which was a mile long and had two stop signs at the time. Um, if the windows were down and because everybody knew everybody in that town and you rolled up to a, to a stop sign, he looked over and it's like, dude, 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 that's my mom, that's my mom, that's my mom, turn it down, turn it down. <laughs> yeah. You know, that music felt, felt really, really dangerous. <laughs> I don't know what how dangerous, uh, I don't know how dangerous uh, rock music ever felt to me. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this because I'll, one, I'll agree. And, you know, it wasn't so much two live crew, but I, I do remember feeling like that with uh, the first time my friend passed me too short on, uh, on a CD or cassette. But, but at the same time, you know, when I put in, I remember being 14, 15, whatever it was when, when like super unknown came out and I, that like, like that record scared me. Like it may be because I was a country kid too, but, uh, but I don't know. I thought it was, I thought, I thought rock, you know, it, it did feel it's, and then it got tame again, but I don't know if it's still there because you do, you're right. You know, there is a new generation coming up and they seem to be wearing the right clothes, doing the right yeah. moves. <laughs> it, it's interesting, like, like dangerous in a sense where rebellious in a, in a way when we grew up, I, th I think metal was for us. Like if I played Megadeth or, or Anthrax to anybody outside of who enjoyed that, it was loud and intense and fast and noisy and just aggressive, really aggressive. I think and, the length uh, of our hair. I think the length of anybody's hair was far more dangerous than anything else. Cause if you found yourself in a country bar somewhere, you know, and your hair was down to that your was, tits, yeah. uh, you just get your ass kicked uh, quick. Uh, so that was far more dangerous to me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, fair enough. Like, but, but, it, but if you had something like, I was just talking about this, how I vividly remember, I was talking with my, with my dad the other day about this, but I vividly remember, when it went rock, rock woke me up out of like what I was normally listening to, or it felt like it was like a bit dangerous was uh, I, I remember listening to the first time that some kid, a couple of years older than me. It's always, it's always the way it is. This kid, a couple of years older, say, hey kid, check this out. Uh, it wasn't drugs. It was uh, ACDC. Uh, you shook me all night long. And I'm like, I knew what it was about. I'm like, you could sing about that. Uh, and I'm like, and, and the music was, in, was just intense and just, you know, just 
basic heavy yeah. rock and roll you have the same look like, on your face when you walk in and you see some of the lyrics that are up on the big screen tv that i'm writing no it's like, worse it's, oh, it's worse yeah. <laughs> that's too much you know when you paint your walls like you know cream and then you, sometimes you come in and it's like bright yellow with blue polka dots I'm like yeah that's too much that's too much i get it but it's too much <laughs> It's a, it's a it, this seems like an easy seg, by the way, as we need to get back to the record. Uh, we're just talking about those days because because here we are, you know, you, you guys going back in there in, in the 80s and early 90s. But you really indulged that that nostalgic muscle for that one right there. I mean, like, uh, how much do you all allow yourself in a song like that to go? It's time to get in the time machine. It's time to go back there. Right. We tried. Doesn't Again, work. right back to the first line that came out was remember when the streetlights came on and we had to be home and everyone went, yep. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, I think that should be the first line of the song. And then we should just keep going. Remember when, remember when, remember when, and then just talk about all the things. And then, then the song pretty much writes itself after that. Once you know where you're going, then, then we just have to try and come up with, you know, clever things that fit within that, those parameters. Yeah. I, I think, I think when, when you came up with the Elm street line, that's when we were like, okay, I think we need to go down like specifically to be like an eighties thing, because that's we're we're children of the eighties uh, for sure. And, and it just, it, it just felt, it felt good. I don't know. I've got really great memories of back then. And, and, and obviously it's been kind of, you know, you know, lately it's been back in, in the media again, obviously stranger things is really great with that. Uh, but we, we, we put this together a little over a year ago and, uh, it was just fun going through all of those moments. And you're like, you don't want to do, like we've done the, the photograph reminiscing kind of song, but it's like, this is specifically to bring back some of those eighties kind of feels because we all we internally, we talk about it a lot. It's such a good time growing up with, with, with bikes and skateboards and God, you know, when that's when home video or VHS players came. So we watched movies constantly, like constantly. What about beta? And so that, not forget beta beta is a superior vhs <laughs> by far yeah i lost a lot of money in that but it was way, so weird but it's a sore spot but back in the day like like do you remember do you remember the little video rental place on main street the um where yeah. you go to you either went to the right or to the left because half the store yes was beta the other half was was all vhs and so you were like you like that that right there was what kind of family are you are you the vhs family or are you the beta family? <laughs> yeah those suckers hey yeah i knew i knew one person <laughs> in all of the little town that i was from in kentucky uh litchfield that only one one person that had beta like it just didn't reach us it was vhs from the beginning so that's right. you know it was beta was eight track it was sort of there and gone you know right <laughs> and the machines were way heavier than the vhs ones so i didn't want to carry those machines home did you guys have to rent the machines we had to rent machines yeah. and the and the tapes i remember that a long I, time ago i did that with the game consoles that's we did one thing that we consoles. were talking about remember we wanted to put that in the uh in the lyric video the whole uh uh beta be versus kind, rewind oh yeah that's right yeah yeah yeah. the blockbuster thing yeah yeah there's mm -hmm. so many of those so many of those things that just don't even exist anymore and that's why you know we wanted we we did want them to be defunct and we kind of wanted them to be something that's just really not around him like uh Remember every prank call we made in Star 69? Uh, like those things just aren't like, 
this is not around <laughs> anymore. You don't need star 69 because we all just like, as soon as your, your phone just goes, you know, it's got the, it just tells you who's calling. So, yeah. I mean, it's a Gen X chat uh, checklist. This, this song. It's uh, a Gen X checklist. There you go. That's yeah. great. But the chorus, but that. the chorus made like the chorus is supposed to be for like any time frame because that's basically what it is. I mean, you can relate to the, anybody can relate to the chorus. That's the beauty of that. Well, honest question here. Um, you all are very successful. You you might live comfortable lives, but we're all subject to that nostalgia. Would you go back if you could? Wait, do I get to know what I know now? I would like to say yes, because that's the, I, I want that game too. Yeah. Absolutely. Without hesitation. <laughs> oh, I'm if, if I could go and come back, maybe. Yeah. It's, I'm always torn about that. I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately a firm believer in you can never go home. You can never really go home, unfortunately. And it's like, do I want to ruin that? I don't know, because I got great memories of it. Probably, though. Yeah, let's try it. Why not? <laughs> let's ruin it. <laughs> I would. I would. But that's the whole thing. But you have to know what you know now. That's, that's the only way yeah. it really works. Would you do it? I would do it in a heartbeat a million times over. <laughs> I've got nothing to lose here, guys. I'm not a multi-platinum, uh, you know, rock man. It's. But I think that that's the back, power. Are you going back with stock information? Is that what you're doing? You want to go back? That'd be Listen, nice. Biff, you can't do that. No, 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 no. Don't take Games, the like, No, no. Everybody who won the the Super Bowl, everybody who won the Stanley Cup, you got to know what I'm all saying. that stuff. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but I I think that's the power of nostalgia. It it. You ask anybody who's got a wife and kids and a job they don't like right now. I was referring to the job they don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Damn kids. And, uh, and, and ask them if they could go back. You know, everybody who's telling that story on the bar stool at the end of the bar about, you know, scoring the, the, the winning touchdown in high school. And they tell the same story every time they get drunk with their buddies. Like it, that's the power of nostalgia. Everybody wants to go back everybody wants to get in the time machine and go back to that time in their lives. And I think that's why songs like uh, those days are, are important because that's as close as we're going to get to that time machine is, is having your brain go, Oh, Oh, I miss those days. God, I miss that. Um, You know? And, 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 and I think that's why when we started going down that road, you know, we all got the the feeling, you know, once we all get the butterflies in the stomach, like, Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. You know, it, it, that's, that, that's what keeps us going back. That's what keeps the fire alive. Nicely done. As we wrap back around to the beginning of that. Well <laughs> <laughs> Just in time too. Uh, no music is that the ultimate time machine. I appreciate uh, always time traveling through the songs. Uh, I can go back to hearing, you know, leader of men the first time. Uh, with you guys too but uh, congrats on the new record with get rolling guys it's been such a pleasure thank you so much thanks, thanks very for much, taking man. the time man all right good talking with you i've never been this nervous in my life Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. That was uh, back in uh, 2020. 
that I spoke with uh, Nickelback bassist Mike Kruger. Uh, we were talking about the 15th anniversary edition of All the Right Reasons, which was uh, celebrating its time right around that time. Uh, so we got to get into uh, autobiographical lyrics, the absurdity of celebrity as told through that single rock star, and the uh, the story of their childhoods through the, uh, the smash hit photographs. So uh, going to drop that one in here as part two. It's Kyle Meredith with Nickelback. Hi, Kyle. How are you? I know we're talking about a couple things here, and we'll start with the 15th anniversary of All the Right Reasons, a massive selling album in, in the universe. and. And heading back there to this time, you know, when I go back and listen to it uh, with the comparisons to the records before it, the heavy songs were heavier, the ballads were lusher. Do you remember, you know, what you all had in mind as you went into the uh, to the sessions? You know, it, it's uh, it, it's really simple. Um, you know, it was giving every song maximum focus and, and making sure that it was the best it could be. Yeah. You know, sometimes that came together quickly and sometimes it didn't, it, but it, it had to be done. And as uh, you know, frustrating as it was, and, and uh, it was it was a little bit of a struggle at some time. Sometimes it flowed freely and sometimes it was a battle, but uh, it just, it had to be done. These, these songs, we, we really decided they all deserved the most we could do to make them the best they could be. I don't know how much you can speak to the lyrics, too, because, you know, obviously you guys were going, I mean, you, you were, it was a big moment for you. Success was huge at this point going into this record. And I think you find that a little bit on the lyrics, too. Like, I, I wrote down, it, it seems like an album on the offense, too, because some of these characters seem like they come into the room ready to fight. Uh, like, if you can't speak to the lyrics, like, who were the people that we were hearing about in these songs? Um, well, you know, a lot of it is Chad, uh, you know, being auto, uh, autobiographical. It, it, a lot of it is that. Uh, I, I would say the, the bulk of it, you know, because we learned early on that it, it's, it's not easy to write lyrics for another person. You know, the person who has to sing this stuff is probably the person who should be writing it because, you know, the words that come out of your mouth, ultimately, they're your words. And it's nicer if you kind of thought of them <laughs> you know so it, it, that as a result that that's sort of how a lot of those uh, a lot of those lyrics are, are conceived you know we would help out but the, the bulk of, of the lyric writing was was Chad's uh, uh, you know yeah like the autobiographical way of, of looking at life and, and it makes sense then really when you get down to to rockstar uh, that song right there as the front man and he was the front man kind of taking that attention but as it, that song is is also a bit of a tongue in cheek indictment of celebrity, uh, given your all's fame at that point, it, was that something that you all were struggling with? No, you know we we still find a lot of that stuff pretty funny. You know the the, the stuff that we you know wrote those lyrics about. We were thinking about how absurd can we possibly be? You know this is uh, you know, we wanted to write a song of of absurdity of kind of comedy. It, 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 it's the, the, the topics that we touched on in that, in those lyrics, we still find preposterous to this day. You know, these, these things are, um, you know, it's just, just funny, funny stuff. And, you know, all the, all the Spinal Tap stories that, that, are, that are based and rooted in fact, you know, which makes them even more funny, I think. Uh, these, are, these are the kind of things that, you know, when you're in a rock band, you laugh about, you know, things like people throwing televisions out of, you know, uh, hotel rooms and, and, and things like that. Uh, that's just, uh, I, th I think it's part of the, uh, part of the big, uh, the big myth and the big fable. It's great. 
Well, you get down to the song Photograph, and, and I'm sure like, you know, any song for any artist, you know, the new song is the best song you've ever written, but did you hear something special in that one yourself? Because it would obviously go on to be one of the biggest success stories of your career so far. Well, Photograph was, we, we did devote really uh, special time to it, not necessarily because we could smell blood or, you know, uh, quote-unquote hit or whatever. It was more like, I think we all realized that that was so much a part of, you know, the, those those lyrics in that song um, for, you know, for Chad and I and Ryan, who all grew up in the small town of Hannah, those lyrics are our lives. That, you know, that, that he actually did uh, come up with, the, the template that, that actually did describe our, well, our childhood, really, you know, it, it really, really did. And, and, and our upbringing in that town is, is what those lyrics are, are sung about. And, and you know, we, we all had our, 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 little, uh, our little bit to kick in there. But, you know, to be honest, that, that really is, is, that's really what it was like. It's nice to have that encapsulated all in a song for all of you all uh, with that sentiment. Yeah, yeah, it felt really good. So it was something we wanted. You, you want to give, you know, you want to give adequate time to, because it, it's coming from such a place of authenticity. Uh, with this deluxe edition, you also get a live album from the uh, from the Sturgis show. What was special about that one? Why did you guys uh, single that one out? You know, Sturgis is just a. It, it, it's a. It's, it's you know, it's not just a motorcycle rally. Sturgis is a cultural event. And it, it's changed, you know, it's, it's profile has changed over the years. And, you know, you see a lot more, you know, doctors and dentists and stuff, you know, riding in Sturgis than you might have seen, you know, 15, 20 years ago. But the, you know, the, the, the spirit is the same, which is, you know, everybody just wants to have a good time. And, and you know, it's, nobody, nobody gets on a motorcycle and, and goes, I, I'm going to, you know, go out and, you know, you know, this is not this is not a business decision. <laughs> you know, it's it's leisure. It's what you do to relax and enjoy yourself. And and so all these people get together of a, of a similar mind, and and it it uh, it also equals a pretty gigantic party. You know, it, I I gotta say I saw things at Sturgis, some of which I won't mention, some of which I will. That uh, I mean, you know, that I've never seen so many naked people in the audience uh, ever. You know, and and, and I don't mean you know, like shirts off. I mean, naked, like <laughs> nothing. And and the other uh, thing that, you know, we never experienced before Sturgis is, is people, you know, the seating at the back of the, the, uh, the Buffalo chip uh, concert grounds is open dirt. And at the back, there were some seated patrons. They were seated on Harley Davidson motorcycles that happened to be running. So between songs, in lieu of uh, you know clapping or applause, they would rev the engines. Uh, that is something you don't see at every rock show. Yeah. Well, I'll wrap up with this one. I know you gave us a new uh, cover single with Devil Went Down to Georgia. It's the 25th anniversary year, of course. Everything put on hold with the pandemic, but... But is this all going to lead to a new record in the new year for some kind of big celebration? I, I think uh, I think we we need to uh, get back to work on, on this new record and uh, uh, get our get our COVID beards on and, and get at it, you know, and, and uh, get this new record ready. It seems like people are really dying for it. 
Uh, Mike, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. Congratulations on 15 years for all the right reasons, and thank you for the conversation today. Thank you. Thanks for making time for me. And again, my thanks to the Nickelback guys, uh, Mike there in the older interview, but uh, Chad and Ryan for the new one. The uh, latest album is called Get Rolling. And thanks to you as well for uh, hanging out, checking out the interview. Please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the full series. Three new interviews sent your way every single week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual spots. That includes iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It's Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at wfpk.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along, and that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. <laughs> it was that beyond was outstanding, man. She Gen was X right. checklist. She was right. I'm, I'm absolutely stealing Gen X checklist. It, and just don't worry. He's not going to credit you for it. So don't worry. Okay. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not even for a second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media.